people like games. Presents the at some point in the day show with Solo. What's up? What's up? It's Solo. Welcome back to the show. It's Tuesday, March third, and going to be a short one for today. Going to do a no scope, of course. A few topics of note from around the industry and merge it into a final app uh, about Nintendo Switch's three-year anniversary. Just run off some of the ridiculous statistics that thus far have defined its early run. However, prior to that, even though time's short, a few plugs, the socials, Twitter, Instagram, etc. at people like games is a handle, the shop and the website, plg.gg or peoplelikegames.com. And this content that you are listening to can be found on all the usual suspects. And we have a new series coming out, which was supposed to be announced Saturday, but it'll be coming out and it'll be dope anyway. So delays abound, but the kitchen is a light. Without doing much further, let's get it. Firstly, Halo Combat Evolved, the original original game, has finally come to the Halo Master Chief Collection on PC. It's remastered, it's cleaner, there's no multiplayer, but if you have a PC, now you can play it alongside every single other one. And be excited for the release of Halo Infinite in the fall. But to stay on theme of first-person shooters, obviously this was bigger news the past couple of days. Riot announced their entry shot into the FPS genre with Valorant, a team-based 5v5 shooter that basically borrows elements from Counter-Strike Go and Overwatch with an offensive and defensive side, number of powers and abilities that you'll be able to use. The game's been in development for over six years and has been known as Project A. With the title officially announced, there is also a date, summer. If the game is a bit more polished than what they released and given that they look to have cribbed the strongest elements from the Counter-Strike Go and Overwatch it is looking like given they have the biggest game in the world with League of Legends primarily at China if they can establish the same sort of user base and fanship could usurp whatever is occurring and make no mistake the timing of the drop is not coincidental given the fact that it pretty much lays out their rollout release right over the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League. So I like the realpolitik of Riot, sort of fucked up, but shit, it business and they do it very well. Anyway, speaking now, given we're already on the topic of Overwatch to a degree, let's talk about the collegiate Overwatch esports scene. Primarily, our Universal Music Group Media has, through one of their imprints or subsidiaries, Torque Esports, signed a deal with Activision Blizzard to host a eight-week tournament with a total of $40,000 in prizes going towards esports related scholarships. It is interesting to note because one of the things I'd mentioned when PlayVS had signed an exclusive deal with Activision, or excuse me, with Epic Games to do Fortnite in high schools was as you move up the chain to college or what have you, the restrictions again of how many competitors can exist in the space will be, well, if you're granted licensing for one company then no one else can bother. And it becomes very 
monopolistic and even comp- even in services that are adjacent to a game because of how the ownership structure of leagues and these tournaments are associated with gaming because like a sports league if you did a basketball tournament the same way it's not like you have to pay licensing fees to the nba to do it unless you're using versions of their images or likenesses but the sport itself so they, it's not like you can play the game itself without the likenesses etc unless now that it becomes a form of a league for profit in a corporate structure that they have to look for a way to separate the legal holding of the game itself versus the IP holder of the game itself. I know that sounds confusing, but parse that logic, rewind it a few times and it'll make sense. But while you rewind, I shall have to keep moving forward to our last story. The Smash World Tour, hosted by VG Bootcamp, a $250,000 online tournament that is going to be occurring over at a location still to be determined. The circuit is set to have 25 stops across seven countries with more to be announced. It is pretty crazy that they are putting together something this complicated. However, I do respect that I think this level of scale is what can be a driving driving force for a lot of games outside of league structured i think amateur and, and casual amateur gamers are much more important uh consumers to appeal to at the moment for esports than are necessarily professional leagues and so minus that and minus nintendo's help and official partnership it looks like smash community which has been developing itself for many years without said support it's continuing to expand very much hope to reach out to the people involved in organizing this and figuring out a way to get them on the show. Regardless, that's dope. Shout out to them. Definitely want to talk to them because I definitely want to do something very similar. Even though we have shelved the events ever so slightly for the near future, minus our college events. But that's for another time and another day, which is not currently... It's final lap time. That being, as I said, at the top of the last few minutes, the Nintendo Switch officially turned three on March 2nd and, or excuse me, March 1st. And in those three years, the console has sold 53 million units, 311 million games with eight titles that have already surpassed 10 million sales each. That includes Mortal Kombat 8, Super uh, Super Smash Brothers, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Pokemon Let's Go. I think it's fair to say that Nintendo should be considered for one of the top consoles uh, in history already. Even though it's been three years, it could be fair to say that might be a bit hyperbole. However, given these numbers and the dominance and the fact that the lifespan still a few years off its total. It could arguably, you know, surpass 100 million very easily. And with the sales that will start being included once they include the Switch Pro and expand the Switch Lite and lower the price of that model to like 150, 125, it'll take off. It's very much an iPhone-centric pricing model that is not in terms of the way it's split for a more expensive version and a a C version, which iPhone obviously or Apple obviously abandoned, but smart of Nintendo to do that, especially if they start doing some more shifting of their handheld units 
uh, more of their, uh, especially if they continue to shift their focus to mobile games and to move away from the handheld DSs and move those games onto that platform and to the Switch. Should see a lot more ports in that sense and would make sense. So, Switch, have one, need another one. My Joy-Con's fucked up. That little left Joy-Con, like, drift is real. It's annoying as fuck, but whatever. Shall send it in, but I would have to buy some in the meantime. Wanted to buy the Animal Crossing Switch, but that is paused for the moment. So, without that being the case, if any listeners happen to have a recommendation on where to purchase really cool looking ones, I'm happy to listen. At People Like Games is that handle on Twitter. Follow us, say what's up. Got some new swag up, a lot more pictures coming up, as well as the lookbook. New show, YouTube videos, streams, etc. Whole lot going on. Whole lot going on, and it's gonna start getting released very soon. There is, as usual, thank you for listening. Don't have much more for adding to this. So, you know how we finish things off. Bean!